Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Hello and welcome to Too Old for TikTok. Catalina, we've just had such an exciting weekend together. How are you? <laughs> well, um, this isn't Catalina. This is my alter ego, Myrtle. Myrtle has been smoking a pack a day since she was 11 <laughs> years old. And, you know, she has a hard time hitting some high and low notes. But in general, she's hanging in there. You sound fantastic. You <laughs> want to tell everyone why you lost your voice? You're not sick at all. Oh, which I'm is not the good ill news. at all. And honestly, I think I'm sounding a lot better. I just feel like my voice is kind of cracking a little bit, especially when I like, talk too much. You which sound is like a great. boy going through puberty. It's Yeah, it's good yeah. because this is an audio medium. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I lost my voice because um, we attended my bachelorette party this past weekend and you and I actually, I think the the real reason... The catalyst for you losing mm-hmm. your voice, yes. Was probably when we karaoke sang the song Defying Gravity from Wicked. Um, but both of us decided that it would be best sung as a scream ballad. Yeah, not, not sung. We just screamed at the top of our lungs every single lyric yes and i would say it was one of the best karaoke bars i've ever been to in terms of like the vibe of the crowd it was like you were at a concert and everyone was just rooting for you right everyone was so nice we even got men who didn't know the broadway tune to kind of be with us the Mm -hmm. girls who knew it were really cheering for us people were long singing people were into it we got the whole crowd in yeah i felt like i was a rock star and then when i did too when i watched that video again i was like oh no no, (laughs) i was like oh that's why my voice hurts it was called rumors karaoke in denver my apple watch has a life of its own and has decided now it just looked up hurts on Wikipedia. I don't know how. Because your voice hurts. I guess so. Here, do not disturb. Maybe that'll help. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so yes, we went to Rumors Karaoke Bar in Denver, Colorado. Famous destination for bachelorette parties. So famous, yes. What was your rose and your thorn of your bachelorette? My rose? Oh dear, I actually thought of this the other day and then I immediately forgot. I mean, everything was so fun. So my rose might have actually been singing Defying Gravity. Yeah, it was so fun. My thorn was when you were ill. I was very weak, yes. <laughs> you and, and my and my other friend Molly both. See, yeah. I didn't really think through the fact that we would be at altitude when mm-hmm. I selected Denver. And altitude plus drinking. Plus no sleep. Plus no sleep. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. So I, I, I had two somewhat fallen soldiers, but you really rallied. We rallied. Oh. And my second, I mean, obviously... My rose was also when everyone dressed in steampunk outfits. Mm-hmm. And additionally, my rose was when you brought out the joke diapers that we had purchased for our friend Angela when she got married, like what, 
nine six, years ago nine years ago or six years ago six or know. nine one hundred yeah. years ago many many years ago they they sur- those diapers survived a move I mean I a move from one them. floor to the other well you know still I didn't get rid of them because I knew I wanted to bring them on your bachelorette yeah I think that the like commitment to saving those diapers mm-hmm. was really commendable and you Thank have you. some more right I have some more we so? can bring them to my bachelorette good if and when good. that happens yeah I'm excited. I'm excited to bring the diapers, wear them again. Yeah, I thought we had a great itinerary. We went to Red Rock. We did a hike in the heat. Mm-hmm. I thought the hike was going to be a lot easier than it was. It was not. But it was not. It we saw the amphitheater. We saw the amphitheater. My crazy friends decided that that was a good time to exercise. The, yeah, those Was that your thorn? Oh, wait, Dina, what was your rose and your thorn? Well, my thorn with the after the hike was I was so hungry. And mm. I was trying to get people to leave Red Rock because we like, it was like three. We had to eat lunch. And me and Ashley, you know, friend of the pod, went for a run that morning because we're about to run the New York City Marathon. So we're training. Mm. And... Yeah, I was just starving. I hadn't had a proper meal. And my other thorn is something called a honey bucket. <laughs> now, honey buckets are porter potties. And I used four of them during our run. Every mm. time I saw one, I said, whoops, I got the runs on my run. Mm. So um, those honey buckets trigger me if I ever see one again. You're gonna I'll feel have PTSD. Sort of yeah. So that you know that was definitely my thorn. We I was also quite hungry. We mentioned um, Oregon Trail because you know we were in Colorado and gold mining. We were in a town called Golden, and someone mentioned dysentery, and I was like, I think like I had dysentery <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. So I re- and then I drank a lot Friday night, and we did our Defying Gravity, stayed out till four, and then. I was dead to the world all yes. day Saturday. But I, my saddest thing, another thorn. There were more roses than thorns, but I wow. couldn't eat the hibachi. We I had know. hibachi come to the house, and I just, me and Molly couldn't eat it. But we still participated. We went out. Yes. I just would have loved to have been able to eat the hibachi. Yes, and I would say that it was probably good that each of you had a partner in distress. Yes. So that oh, you did not feel sure. like you were the only one in distress. Exactly. You know. Yes. Um, another rose for me was when we were eating after Red Rocks and most people ordered like beers and my one friend Kelly ordered two Powerades. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like on ice. They weren't served in a bottle. They were served on ice. It was so bizarre. I was like, do you just, they must have had a soda fountain with Powerade in it. We were, look, we were sitting at different tables and I looked over and I saw a blue drink. And anytime I see a blue drink, I want it. And I thought she had poured her own Powerade into a cup. I didn't no, know no. it was on tap. There was no. I would have gotten some. And that maybe girl got some two, power, two Powerades on tap. Also, two Kelly's power. steampunk outfit was my favorite of all time. She mm-hmm. just put some sort of schmata on her head. She looked like a traveler from Dune or like yeah. Mad Max. It was quite excellent. I think everyone really did want to know why the steampunk theme, Bachelorette, and you never gave a solid answer. Can you give it here? I think that I have a running joke with my friend Jessica about steampunk that according to Jessica dates to years ago a friend of ours in Austin's sister-in-law had like been really into steampunk in a very serious way 
And so we just thought that that was truly one of the funniest things ever and would just always talk about how ste- like how we loved steampunk so much and we wanted to dress in steampunk but never followed through on it. Mm. And then there was a bar that opened up in Austin called Steampunk. Oh. We never went to it. <laughs> <laughs> so all your dreams came true in Denver. So steampunk. all my I just so last year I had this like moment of clarity where I was like I should have a steampunk themed party at my bachelorette and you know what I did and honestly I think it turned out quite well I think it was a good activity like what else would we have done just dress normally oh my god no who dresses normally but I will say it was good timing because when we went out in our steampunk it's close to Halloween and we went to a bar called the crypt yes. so people just thought we were at a Halloween party which yes was, which was, it was probably it was, it was probably for the best yeah for the best for and sure. then we would tell people like we're dressed as steampunk and one person went Oh, we know. <laughs> Careless. <laughs> Have you seen any steampunk on TikTok? Never. I haven't either. I don't, There's I probably like... a steampunk side of TikTok. We need to do some research on this. I mean, I'll search it in the search engine. I don't really think steampunk is one of these subgenres of like science fiction that doesn't get. I think actually there's some steampunk at Ren Fairs. I mean, mm-hmm. now I'm prepared to go to a Ren Fair. Yeah, you have the costume. I have the sure. costume. I also have the smattering of other costumes left behind. I have yes. a lot of Oh, goggles. I left my costume behind. Oh, we donated that to the costume bin that surprised <laughs> There was a costume bin in the Airbnb we were staying at. So two um, steampunk skirts were donated to the costume bin. But I do have quite a few goggles yes. and necklaces that I can repurpose in the future. Great. Well, speaking of Ren Fair and TikTok, there mm. actually was a lot of TikToks at a Ren Fair about people searching around to try to find Beyonce at the Ren- Renaissance Fair because her <laughs> album is Renaissance. Oh. So there are amazing, funny videos of people just, you know, kind of looking like uh, Beyonce from her videos and trying to find her. And I love those. I love that. Also at a Ren Fair, where if you're dressed like Beyonce from the Renaissance tour, a bit of a it's a bit of a juxtaposition i love that we should do that let's do it let's go to a ren fair you know i hate dressing up i only did it for you i know i actually and we can then move on to tiktok i feel like i made you do multiple things that you hate this weekend yes one hot take is go to meow wolf one go to meow wolf which i love you hated Mm -hmm. and then well not hated but didn't care about i don't care for meow wolf I love it, but that's where you and I, I feel like we're so, we're so um, complementary, yet some of our interests diverge. And you know where it diverges? Meow Wolf. And costuming. And wearing costumes. I love mm-hmm. a costume. And you wore much more of a costume than I expected. So for that, I commend you. Because I knew you would have shamed me. So I did it for you. It was your batch. Thank you. Thank you. And for your batch... I'll do whatever Ooh. bizarre act unless it's jumping out of something. I'm not doing that. It might there might be an adrenaline aspect. Okay, well if Who there knows? is, I will cheer everyone on from the sideline, depending on what it is. Okay, let's move on to TikTok. Yes. What is your algorithm bringing you this week? Well, currently we're more or less in homecoming football season, and so I started to get TikToks about. The mums for Texas homecoming. 
Do you know what a mum is, Dina? Before TikTok, I had absolutely no idea what a mum was. And the with the Texan accent and the fast talking, I really thought they said they were asking people how much their moms cost. <laughs> and but then you see you see in the videos these mums are costumes basically. Yes, I can explain. For homecoming. So, yeah, so it's a Texas tradition that around homecoming girls wear these circles of decor. I don't even know what to call them. It's like ribbons and it's short for chrysanthemum. And let me read an explanation. They are ginormous corsages and they're filled with ribbons. At this point, they've kind of lost the chrysanthemums. Mm -hmm. I guess um, it says that around homecoming, boys used to buy chrysanthemum corsages for their dates. The chrysanthemums were decorated with ribbons and large, but the flower, but they weren't super small. And then things got crazier and crazier and people added ribbons and teddy bears and lights. And this this says air horns. Yeah, it's it's a reflection of hobbies and interests too. Like I saw some that have, if you play soccer, you put like a little soccer ball on it. Uh, mm-hmm. If you like reading, you'd put like a book on it. They also look to me that a bunch of toilet paper rolls were painted and thrown together. And I know that's not what they're doing because they cost a lot of money. I'll play some audio. We'll hear how much they cost. But to me, it just looks like a bunch of toilet paper rolls painted. Right. To set up this video, some of the girls, so this girl's going around her high school interviewing girls about what how much their moms cost. Some of the girls made their moms and they're significantly less expensive. So it's the cost of materials. Others, you can buy a pre-made It's mom. an industry. The it's mom an industry. industry. Dina, side gig. Side gig. Should we make Screw j- No drop shipping. Fuck data you know annotation. What? I'm just going to save all my old toilet paper rolls mm-hmm. and make mums. Yeah. And the margins will be huge. Yeah. Because I have to use toilet paper anyway. Let's hear about these mums, Dina. How much did your mom cost? 200. Lexi, how much did your mom cost? That's actually a good question. I have no idea. How much was your mom? 150. Um, my mom cost over 100. Um, 40 bucks. How much did your mom cost? Probably like uh, $600. Okay, so yeah, the ranges are a lot. It goes from $800. $800. You have 100. You have 400. Some some of the some of the kids don't care because their parents bought it, so they're like, I don't know, it just appears. I know it's it's one of these like ostentatious signs of wealth when you're in high right. school and you like think you're cool because your parents have money. Like congratulations, but I don't want to yuck anyone's yum. But like, what a waste of money. Yeah, but it's the type of thing where if you don't, I think everyone has a mum. So then if you don't have a mum and you show up to homecoming and you're mumless, mm. that's so sad. Uh. I don't know. I'm sure I would have been the person in high school who either like didn't have a mom or had like a really wild homemade my, mom yours that would made have been no sense. Wild, and also <laughs> mine would have been just like so small and stupid. No, uh, you would have bought have done. one. No, I don't think so. I don't think like wearing it. Oh, it's a costume. Again, yeah. I hate costumes. I just don't really see the point. I don't see us. This is where we don't diverge. Yes. Yeah. This is where we coincide. This is where we coincide. Great. Mm -hmm. Great vocab. Moving on from the mums. What I yeah. What's on yours? My for you page is always a lot of New York City. So this will be combined with our New York City section. 
I've been seeing a lot of videos. This past weekend I was away, uh, but there was a drone show in Central Park and a ton of people showed up. Like instead of fireworks, drones? Correct. Okay. So the drones were programmed to do a light show, and it was supposed to be this big spectacle. But it turned out it was too windy, so it only lasted five minutes. It was not a (laughs) spectacle at all. So everyone had, you had the, um, you know, the Titanic music that Mm -hmm. is just the saddest. It's a sad display for the drones of New York City. So that's been all over my free page. Wow, that has not come off my come across my for you page and curiously you told me that since you were with me this weekend all Mm -hmm. of a sudden you have tiktoks in spanish i do i think whatever i think since we shared wi-fi it's like when you get the same ads when you're with someone Mm -hmm. my for you page was coinciding with yours in that i was seeing spanish content that i can't understand i also think it might have to do with the fact that sometimes i send you spanish content yes true so if you engage with that content, then more. you're more likely to get more of it, which is sometimes when I start looking at things that I don't want to see more of, I'm like, swipe away. Swipe quickly, as quick like, as possible. You know don't what I engage. swiped yeah. as quick as possible away from today? I, can I guess? Yeah. It was a Susie Pesto, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> so I keep swiping away really quickly. But now if I see a story time, a traumatic story time, and I look at the comments, all the comments are, this should have been a Susie Pesto story yes. time <laughs> stitch. Exactly. Yeah. Which it shouldn't have been because I hereby declare that trend over. Susie Pesto, you are done. Which is done. why we don't even have a stitch trend today. Exactly. No stitch. No stitch. What else is on New York City TikTok, Dina? Well, I should be asking you because oh. this video was on your For You page. This didn't come across your page. It actually didn't. It's a video by Polina.Nioli. A year ago, I made the worst financial decision of my life that will cost me four millions of dollars. I bought a four million condo in New York, which was my biggest dream ever. So I was saving up for a month and I made a down payment for this gorgeous apartment for one million dollars. And I started to pay my mortgage monthly for a little bit over 17K. In 17 months of paying for my mortgage, I paid 275K. And honestly, these monthly payments are not a big deal and doesn't feel like a lot of money. But over the years, if you calculate it with the lowest mortgage rate possible, I'm paying a bank $1.5 million. So I started to feel that mortgage gives me anxiety. This biggest ever dream I had about owning my own place in New York instead of bringing me happiness, started to make me feel bad. I don't know why this came across my free page. (laughs) But, man oh man, were the comments commenting on this one. The comments were great. They actually weren't as mean as I was expecting. They definitely weren't serious comments. They were funny. But this video is just... Very strange. I went to her page because I was very curious. And I also didn't like this video because I was like, I don't want more of this. I don't want more. I went to her page and she is some sort of influencer who runs like a social media marketing company. And she's also very into like wealth transparency. I like that. And so that's interesting. Um, She also has a video that's pinned to her page that talks about like where she came from It's giving undertones of maybe has family money or some other like angel investor figure in her life. Who Mm -hmm. knows? But the lack of relatability was quite comical in her talking about her like 
multiple million dollar apartments. That was right. my primary um, takeaway from this. But I do like the transparency and a lot of videos I see of wealthy people are people commenting like, this is great. It's, you know, financial literacy. Mm-hmm. These are po- problems people have that other people don't. So it's interesting to see how the other half lives, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I appreciate that. It's just, this is taking a weird tone with it to yes. me. Yes. Because on it's one end... It's not self-aware whatsoever in terms of like, particularly right. on an app where people are very frequently critical of ostentatious displays of wealth. Right. It's like very much leaning into talking about multiple multi-million dollar apartments as if that were a normal or relatable thing to talk about. Right. You have the Queen of Versailles on one hand who had that viral video of her fake private plane in her kitchen where she was eating caviar. Amazing. Which is so over the top that it's funny and it's not supposed to be relatable. And she's playing into that. She knows. I mean, she's the Queen of Versailles for Mm -hmm. a reason. Mm -hmm. That to me, sets a tone that I think people can grasp. But this tone just misses a little bit. The mark, yeah. yeah. At first I thought it was satire. <laughs> me too. That's why it's a little confusing. Yeah. So yeah, that was, um, I guess, New York City adjacent content, but also could be categorized as just like miscellaneous things that come across my For You page that I don't really know why I'm being served, but I do engage with them for a minute. Yeah. Let's move on to our content creator spotlight this week, who is at Be Quiet Joe. I'll always support who my friends are dating. I really always will. However, I'm drawing a line at um, if I'm sitting at a restaurant with you and you're a grown adult man and you are watching a hockey game on your cell phone propped up against the salt and pepper shakers like an iPad baby watching Cocoa Melon. We gotta get that girl out of there. We gotta rescue that girl. If you see something, you say something. And that is the something they're referring to. I love this video because he says, you know, that support your friends' boyfriends, but not if they're people who watch like sports on their phone at the table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel that like I might rude. be I might be personally attacking some people here. Wow. Um, people are going to be like, people are going to, I don't know, people are going to be like, for whatever reason, I have to like ground myself by watching a football game while I'm with other people. But I, yeah, it's not for me. Watching sports at the table when you're with others is not for me. No, not at all. I Enjoy the company agree. of others. I feel it to be the same as doing anything on your cell phone when you're with others and you're supposed to be socializing and you're just watching. Video. Like, what if we were hanging out and I was just watching TikTok? Well, that would be normal for like us at to dinner. be together. No, at di- right. At dinner, <laughs> yeah. it's rude. Yeah. If I'm in a situation where we're supposed to be interacting and it's not like two friends sitting on the couch, we're at a meal with a group of friends. There's four of us. You, me, Ivan, Ben... And all of a sudden, I'm just sitting on my phone scrolling TikTok, not engaging. Yeah. I see the thing with the sports, and he calls them, you know, like a Paw Patrol boyfriend. Right. Or an an iPad iPad. boyfriend. I don't know. Paw Patrol. Well, Paw Patrol is something they always put on iPads. Right. Paw Patrol and what? Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig, Blue. Because it's always the kids who are being so calmed by their. 
right. on by their iPad. But a, a boy who's a, an adult in his 20s, 30s is should not be a kid, you know, watching football. I was um, at a wedding and after the wedding, we were all staying in an Airbnb and a bunch of us were sitting around in a circle. And one of the people's boyfriends was sitting there while we're all talking, interacting, just like watching MMA fighting. Um, I was going to say, you know what the the worst offense, you know, football, fine. Basketball, fine. If you were watching MMA fighting and you're in- You were actually going to say phone, MMA fighting? You were actually going to say MMA fighting? I was. I was. <laughs> no, I swear. I swear. Because I've seen that and that disgusts me more than anything. Mm. I can't. Ooh, she's taking a stance. I am taking a stance. I just don't see what's enjoyable about watching that. What if it were the Olympics, Dina? Oh, you know, I would watch the Olympics <laughs> on my phone, maybe. If it, Okay, you know what, though? Here's the thing. You if, wouldn't plan. Exactly. I would not plan to be at a social event if Simone Biles is going for gold. Like mm-hmm. this summer. I will wake up early. You know, I'll... I'll uh, you know, whatever time it is in France, I'll wake up. I will not plan activities. Or this is what I did one, one Olympics. I DVR'd the prime time. Mm-hmm. I did not go on social media. Nothing. So the Olympics had happened. But I then got home from my social event and I would watch till like three in the morning on my DVR. You just have to strategize and make sure no one strategize. says anything to you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But I will mm-hmm. not pull out my phone at a dinner to watch mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. What would you say is the most offensive, and let's limit it to sports, like if you were sitting at a table and you looked over and your friend's partner was watching, was not engaging, and was watching a sport specifically, what sport would you be most horrified by? I, I said it already. It's the the fighting. Mine would be golf. Oh. <laughs> That's actually so funny because that is so boring. I don't know like, how people watch golf. You you need you're so desperate to watch golf. Right. No. Golf. Golf is for napping. I would agree with that. Although I really do like that Netflix show. It's called Full Swing about golf. And I could care less about golf, but it's a great documentary. I'm anti golf. We don't need golf courses. let's move on let us move on well go check out this content creator his takes are really funny yeah he's not like this isn't an unknown content creator no he has over a hundred thousand followers uh more uh yeah i said over a hundred thousand followers he's been big on the app i would say since sort of 2020 everyone's in the pandemic vibes yeah. Oh, I guess he has less followers. Wow. He has 128,000 followers. Yeah. I was under the impression that he was one of these creators with like a million Millions. or 500,000. Um, so he deserves more followers, honestly. Go follow at Be Quiet Joe. Great. Okay, next we have our celebrity on TikTok spotlight. So I received on my For You page from a Spanish content creator a video of Kathy Griffin's dinner. And then I was, I thought it was an old video because it wasn't her posting it, it was someone else. But then I go to her page and like she posted the video, some other creator just took it. And she posted it three days ago, but she has these dinners and she posted them before. The caption reads, such a touching moment between Sia and Mo Collins at this week's salon. You never know what will happen at these dinners and that's what I love about them. 
Always great conversations with great company. Uh, um, wait, 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 unstoppable, unstoppable. I'm unstoppable. I'm a Porsche with no brakes. I'm invincible. Yeah, I win every single game. I'm so powerful. I don't need batteries to play. I'm so confident. Yeah, I'm unstoppable today. Unstoppable today. Unstoppable today. Unstoppable today. Yeah, I'm unstoppable today. <laughs> So Sia is singing Unstoppable, and then Mo Collins said that it helped her through her, you know, cancer treatments, uh, which is a touching moment. But these comments are funny because it's like the lunch table. Like, who would you? What celebrities would you like at a lunch table? Because mm -hmm. here are the celebrities who are around this dinner. It's Selma Blair. Wait, to clarify, this is like a dinner at someone's house. At Kathy Griffin's house. That she's calling a salon. Correct. Should we start calling dinners with each other salons? Yeah, I think we should. Okay, Why not? let's do it. Okay. Actually, our group chat is Tertulia, or was Tertulia, which means it's like a salon. Oh, I didn't know that. So we, we, we already, already started the salon culture anyway. Okay, great. All right, let's see who's at the table. Selma Blair. Sia, the guy from Modern okay. Family, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, Pamela Adlon, who is in the show Californication, Mo Collins is a comedian, actress, obviously Kathy Griffin, and oh, and um, for Lance Bass. What? <laughs> it's just such a random collection of people. What a crew. Would you want to be at this dinner, Catalina? No. Why not? Mm, I don't think I vibe with these people. I would love to be at dinner with these people, especially just Kathy Griffin. Sia? I don't know. Do you know what the best fact about Sia is? Guess. No. Um, Doesn't have to do with music. I remember I remember reading stuff about how she's like really stage frightened and that's why she like wears that wig on her face. But that's not a really very interesting fact. No. You're, that, yeah. Um, wrong. Okay. My second fact guess is that she has six toes. Wrong. Okay. My third fact guess is that she's actually from canada i don't know where she's I think from she's australian but here's here's the great fact she, wait one more guess okay she's married to bob dole bob dole like the politician <laughs> i don't know i got nervous i couldn't think of anyone <laughs> is bob dole still alive uh, <laughs> let's find out probably no <laughs> probably no he died in 2021. 2021. All right, R.I.P. Bob Dole. Rick Bob Dole. Sorry you never married <laughs> Sia. <laughs> okay. Sia is a huge fan of the show Survivor. Okay. And every year she gives her favorite contestant who isn't the winner prize money. Wow. Yeah. So honestly, the goal is to go on Survivor and become Sia's favorite. Yes, it, precisely. I did not know that. That is a fun fact. How did you learn that? Because I watched Survivor and at the reunions or at the, you know, when they announced the winner at the live show, Jeff Probst is like, and now for the SIA award. And it started many, many years ago and she does it all the time. Dina, we need to take a step back. You watch Survivor. How did you not know this about me? 
Like, how many seasons of it have you seen? I watched in the very beginning. Then I took a very long break. And then I want to say I got back into it maybe five years ago. And I watched... What season are we on? 40-something. Jesus Christ. Jeff Probes is Are there multiple so seasons rich. a year? Yes, of course. Okay, I was going to say, like, how long has Survivor been around? Yeah, there's multiple seasons a year. Uh, this season, I'm actually liking this season. It's going on right now. And what they did is they expanded the episodes. Now the episodes are 90 minute long, minutes long. No. Are you going to watch the show with, like, Black China and JoJo Siwa and Tom Sandoval where they're doing the, like, army training? Okay, that show is out already. Melissa, who we love. Former host of the pod has been begging me to watch Special Ops. She absolutely loves it. She thinks it's hilarious. And she did send me some clips on TikTok, ones of Tara Reed just taking a step and falling through something. And it's <laughs> really funny. The um, Tom Sandoval was in the news because there was a clip of him going viral where he's taking a shit and he's crying as he's taking oh a shit, saying it's really hard. So it's on. Is it his poop that's hard? I think it, his poop and life. Yeah. A little okay. combo, you know? Mm-hmm. I will not be watching. I will, I'll uh, send me clips. I'll watch all the funny clips. I cannot, I, I won't be watching. That was like when Melissa really wanted you to watch Cobra Kai. That's what we said. This is the new Cobra Kai. No, new Cobra Kai. Well, my show, my survival show that I recommend everyone to watch is Alone. I do want to watch that. It is. Yeah chef's kiss content and the episodes are only 60 minutes i do not want to commit to a 90 minute reality well i dvr survivor so i fast through commercials so you know all right anyway well bizarre shall we talk about food and drinks let's talk about it what's on the the food side of the tiktok yeah well i came across a post by at Infatuation Miami. Infatuation is the food writing blog that I like to follow for restaurant tips. Yeah. And I get a lot of their, we got their Jello, the the Jello cake video about Ooh, the people yeah. who sell the fancy Jello shots in New York City. This is about something called the beef case. Meet the stupidest thing to ever happen inside a Miami restaurant. This is Poppy Steak's $1,000 steak which they unfortunately call the beef case. And look, we didn't expect to get our money's worth here, but we also didn't expect for the whole thing to be so low effort. Essentially, a bunch of men form a circle around you and do this uncomfortably erotic steak dance. The whole thing only lasts for one minute and 40 seconds. That comes out to $10 per second. Also, the steak comes with no sides. We were still hungry after dinner, and it's a really average steak. But here's what sent us into a true existential crisis. On a busy weekend, they will sell around 20 of these. 20! The beefcase tally was up to six by the time we left our 7.30 reservation. So please do not let your friends talk you into this. Just say no to the beefcase. Okay, I saw this pop up on my For You page. This place is called Poppy Steaks or something. The mm-hmm. VIP list girls went there a little bit ago. So I saw this the as a thing. The best bar in Miami <laughs> is... The, I can't actually if do that voice right afford, now. <laughs> if you can't afford $1,000 steaks, go cry about it. <laughs> so I can't do the voice right it. now. My throat hurts too much. <laughs> but would you, if you had all the money in the world, would you get this meal? Okay, I was just watching this video with Ivan. And the entire video, they were like, don't get this meal. It's such a waste of money. Yeah. And I turned to him and I went... I want it. You want it. You would get it if you had all the money in the I world. I mean, yeah. for the bit. 
For the bit, for sure. But although they didn't make it sound like it was very good, I think I'd rather spend my money on the Salt Bay restaurant. But that, I think the steak at Salt Bay is maybe worse. I don't know. Didn't you go to Salt Bay no, with your family? No, so my mom made a reservation there when we were in Vegas. And I was like, you should probably cancel it. It's also so expensive. Yes, I'm sure. Well, so, is it $1,000? No, but per person, it would have probably ended up costing like three, $400, seriously. Per person. Per person. Wait, I'm looking up the menu. I want to see if there's any prices on the menu at the Salt Bay restaurant. Let's see. Okay. A crazy menu. What dish should I... What dish do you think would be most similar to the beef case? Steak. (laughs) Steak. I'm going to click on the Golden Tomahawk. This website, I'm going to say, not great UX design. I'm just going to Google it. Oh, ooh. September 26, 2023, on bosshunting.com.au, so reliable source, Mm -hmm. um, there's a giant picture of P. Diddy looking at Salt Bay holding some sort of steak, and it says, Salt Bay restaurant prices slashed as empire begins to crumble. Okay. The two times meat sushi used to be $60, and now it's $30. Okay, I got the menu up, though. Oh, you, know you got the have? menu. Yeah, the golden tomahawk, 32 ounce, 24 karat gold coated, highly marbled Wagyu tomahawk, mm-hmm. $1,100. Oh, no, sorry. Yes, the Wagyu, uh, twenty. yeah, $2,700. 70 ounce, sorry. That's just unnecessary. Also, isn't this the guy that was being really annoying when Argentina won the World Cup and now he's been like banned from the World Cup? Yes, and everyone <laughs> like, hates from him From sports now. by FIFA. Yeah. I mean, that type of restaurant is... It's not for me, but I think I I think I would rather go there than the beef steak. If I'm going to lean into a spectacle, bit, yeah, and you do love a theme too. I do love a theme. Steampunk, a steam, steampunk, steak punk, steak punk at the Salt Bay restaurant. Yeah, moving on. So, the next food item that I wanted to touch base on was a user. Um, at Kate Tomlinson, who we had covered a couple weeks ago, who had her friend, who she calls an almond mom friend, try things on the menu from McDonald's. This time, she had her try multiple things on the menu at Taco Bell. First up, we have the Fiesta potatoes. What's the white stuff? Sour cream. Oh. It tastes just like that restaurant we just went to, where we got the cheesy potatoes. I wouldn't say just like the restaurant <laughs> That's good. Next up is nacho fries. Is that Velveeta? I'm not like usually a fan of the Velveeta. Okay, next up is just a bean and cheese burrito. Kate wanted to try this because it's Billie Eilish's favorite food. I have have this vivid memory of Billie Eilish saying that she gets like bean burritos at Taco Bell. Because they're vegan. So this is right up my alley. This is really good. I feel like you, it's really hard to fuck up a bean burrito. Really? You need to use hot sauce. It actually makes it taste like significantly Wait. better. It's a Crunchwrap Supreme. Oh, what's in here? Oh, that's so creamy. Like it? Just like slid down my throat. There's no meat in it. That's good though. I don't need like the extra hormones. Oh, oh my God. That like insinuated a gag. We have a Baja Blast for it to try. Why is it green? No. What did you think of this video, Dina? I I like Taco Bell. Yeah, I like fast food. You're not a Taco Bell person, Catalina? I gotta say... Okay. It's just not very good. Oh, that's a hot it, take. Also, Pepsi products. 
The Baja Blast is so good. It's a blue drink. That's why I love it. I went out maybe a month or two ago with some people. We went back to this girl's house afterwards, and she ordered $150 of Taco Bell on DoorDash. I was like, well, now I got to stay here. So I sat until the food came at 3 in the morning, and it was so much Taco Bell wild amounts of Taco Bell but it was nice I felt like I did kind of what this girl did I tried so many items I would never have ordered any of these things Mm -hmm. and at the time I was enjoying it and I was saying like oh I should bring some of this food home to eat tomorrow no it's not for tomorrow (laughs) no I'm so glad I didn't do that it was it wasn't bad I think what I don't like is their fake cheese oh I don't mind that I love the Crunchwrap Supreme it's really you know what it's making me want it for dinner tonight. <laughs> oh, no, Dina, do not no, do that. I really have only You had... live in New York City. And there's a lot of Taco Bells here. There's also good Mexican food. Don't do that. No, also, my course. voice sounds so wild right now. Don't do that. Remember on my birthday two years ago when we got McDonald's and then as... We were, and then we went to Taco Bell, and as we were waiting for Taco Bell to be ready, we ate the McDonald's and the Taco Bell. Yes, I do remember that, and I do remember at that time being like, I don't really like Taco Bell. Loved it. I also got a salad at Taco Bell once. That's deplorable. One of the worst. Is, you know where else I've gotten a salad? Wendy's? Three different salads. One at Wendy's, mm-hmm. one at Taco Bell, and one at Subway. My grandma used to get salads at Wendy's like all the time. Okay, let's, I'm going to rank them. Okay. Number one most disgusting, guess. Taco Bell salad. No. Not Wendy's. What was the other one? No. McDonald's Subway. Salad. Oh, Subway salad. Subway was literally, they just took the toppings that they would normally put on the sandwiches and shove it in a container. Bad. That's bad. That's Zero bad. out of ten. Yeah. Taco Bell, probably a one out of ten. I don't really remember what was in it. <laughs> but I do remember, but I think that I do remember what was in that Subway salad. And then Wendy's wasn't good. But, you know. But more my, edible than the other. My grandma was onto something. Yeah. Uh, this user, she really liked the bean burrito. Mm-hmm. And when I was watching it, it reminded me, I saw a video come across my For You page of a guy going to Chipotle. Chipotle? Did I say Chipotle? Mm-hmm. Right? Chipotle. 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 <laughs> Chipotle. Um, and he, every, every time they would put the rice on or they put the beans on, he would ask for more. So he was trying to get the biggest burrito. They needed three burrito bread things to wrap it. It didn't wrap, and then they just, like, covered it with tin foil. I can't believe that this Chipotle agreed to let him do it. I think they probably charged him for, like, three of times. Course. Yeah. Of course. Uh, but it looks so nasty. Hot take. I really don't like Chipotle. <gasps> Taco Bell over Chipotle. I hard disagree with you. Chipotle do you know is why? good. Chipotle, Chipotle is good, Dina. There's cilantro in the rice. There's two types of rice. You can get the rice without the cilantro. Uh, well, I don't know. Every time I eat it, it tastes like Chipotle. I mean, yeah, Chipotle it tastes like cilantro. <laughs> it tastes like Chipotle. Every time I eat Chipotle, it tastes like Chipotle. Yeah. So I ha- like Chipotle. Chipotle is good. Chipotle is something that I will eat, like, and not, I, I will, I think that's the most close to not fast food food in the fast food multiverse. I've also been seeing, I actually see a lot of Chipotle on my free page. I saw a video of a lot of people complaining that about the, the quality, no, the quality, the quality, the quality has, of the Chipotle has gone down in recent years. Mm. 
I'm not sure about that because I'm not like a big Chipotle eater. I will say if I'm on a road trip and Chipotle is an option, I'll always go for that. I think that they have much better food, higher quality than other places at a better price point than like Panera, which is like, I guess, okay. But yeah. I went there on a road trip once. I drove out of my way and yeah. it was bad yeah, and Panera's $20. Yeah, Panera's not good. Yeah, Panera. Um, no, no. But... I saw a TikTok about Chipotle when you are in person giving you more food than when you order online. Someone was like weighing the container. Yeah, someone did that with sweet greens too. Mm-hmm. And same. Yeah, yeah. When you order in store, you get a lot more than when you order online same and pick up. All right. Mm-hmm. Gotta go in. Gotta, gotta go, go in. Gotta go in person. Excellent. Well, shall we wrap up then with um, learning on TikTok? <laughs> Say that, say that one more time, Kelly. Learning on TikTok. I am, to, to the listeners out there, I'm so sorry you had to listen to Gollum for the past mm. 45 minutes. Learning on TikTok. That could Learn. be our audio every time we do learning on TikTok. Learning on TikTok. Okay. A video came across my For You page, and the text on it was, tell me you're in Sweden without telling me you're in Sweden. And it's a bunch of girls going around, and when the camera gets them, they pop open with their fingers, their top lip, and they have a little thing inside of there. It's like a white thing. Mm-hmm. And I thought, here's what I thought at first, because I worked on a movie with a famous Bollywood actress, and she would put cotton in her mouth to get like the wrinkles out, so it would flatten her area, like her mouth area. It was like poor man's Botox, basically. Wow. Like while she was acting? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should I do that? No, that's, no. That must be very uncomfortable. Yeah, but I guess she was really used to it. But so I thought these girls were like trying to look younger. And then all the comments said it's something called a zine or a zin. How do you think it's it's Z-Y-N? I'm going to say zin. A zin, yeah. So I, I look up what a zin is, and it's tobacco. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. storing tobacco between your gum and your upper lip. So a lot of comments are like, this is how you get cancer. It's like chewing tobacco. Like, this is not good for you. I didn't it know it was said, such a thing amongst the Swedes. And Well, it said that there is oral nic- – these are oral nicotine pouches that are used similarly to snus which is an oral pouch containing shredded tobacco leaf. And then snus is a variant of snuff, which is what they used to like sniff in like tobacco, like the Victorian era. Oh, geez. It was like a sniffing tobacco or something. Um, I guess snus is also Swedish. These girls are Swedish, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. So uh, apparently it's a big trend in, in Sweden. I had no idea what this was. Did you? Yeah. No, I've never heard of it in my life. I am really not a cigarette girly. Never no. was. Although, um, contrary to your how your voice sounds now. Contrary to my voice, which sounds like I smoke cigarettes every day yes. and have since before I came out of the womb. Mm-hmm. I, I One time, my friend and I in college, in one night, smoked a pack of cigarettes. A whole pack, wow. And that was pretty much it. I mean, I don't think we were really smoking it. I think we were like taking a puff not even inhaling and then like throwing it away that's uh, which was also a waste of money um but 
never appealed to me. I went through living in Europe, never smoked cigarettes. I don't know. It's just not, it's not for me. You're so good. I'm just a bad smoker, so it's not for me either. It, there was a few times when I was drunk and I saw a cigarette and I said, that seems good. Let me try to smoke it. I would smoke it, cough, and then just throw it to the ground and everyone would be like, that's like a lot of money. And I'm like, I don't know. Uh, it made me nervous. And well, the money thing as well. Yeah. I already spend so much money on like food, alcohol. alcohol yeah. I don't want to add another expense in there. Exactly. And also, it's not very good for you. Yes, as well. I have enough vices. Karaoke. And on that note, <laughs> singing Defying Gravity at karaoke. Okay, on that note, thank you for listening. Please share, rate, review, subscribe. We'll be back next week. It'll be November. <gasps> Don't even say it. And happy holidays. Oh, and we have an update. My manuscript was accepted by peer review. Oh my god, yay! The manuscript saga! I'm the very, manuscript! I'm very proud of you, Catalina. Many, many congrats. Congrats. That was huge. Thanks. I look forward to having my book come out in a year from now. <laughs> so Very exciting. Congrats. All right. Anywho. Bye. Next book, TikTok. Ooh, I like it. Goodbye. Goodbye.